This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. Welcome to Above Grade, where each week we discuss the construction landscape in Central Ohio. I'm Bryce Jacob from J.S. Brown and Company. I'm here with Greg Hansberry, our producer, and we're entertaining and educating all in one. Yeah, infotaining or edutaining, depending how you look at it. Yeah. Well, I got I got to know from last week's show when we had Dave. Uh, well, we didn't have Dave Wolfing on, but Jeff Reed came right, in, right. in, his, in a, on his behalf. Air. Yeah, with Custom Air. Did you follow the tip? Did you go check your filters right away? I did, and I actually just changed mine in October, so it's looking good. All right, but well, good. well you have that one year filter. I do. I have a one year filter, um, but I don't. I didn't know. You know, we have two dogs. <laughs> There's a lot of variables that go into the, the life of the filter. Not to mention the toys that could be down there, too, from the kids. Yeah, so if you're wondering what in the heck we're even talking about, you want to definitely go into our archive at uh, J.S. Brown Company or on iTunes and look at Above Grade and, and figure out what we're talking about because that's a it's a good show. It's got some good tips in it. But this week we got a great program for you. There's a lot of questions we get on how to go ahead and finance a remodeling project. When do you get involved in doing that? So I figured uh, no better way to answer those questions to get a real expert in here. I've got Natalie Moore, and she's with First Commonwealth Mortgage, and uh, you're going to answer all those questions for us, so make us pretty smart on what to do next. I would be happy to. Yeah, well, thanks for joining us today. It's going to be great. We've, um, we always are educating our, our guests and entertaining. As, this as sounds Greg more said. educational than anything I could ever come up with. We'll so. find a way to make it entertaining. <laughs> Don't you worry about a thing. I know it. I kn- I've known Natalie for a long time. So... Tell me a little bit about what you've got going on, what you do, and and then there's a billion questions I'm going to have for you. Wonderful. Well, first of all, I'm a mortgage lender with First Commonwealth Mortgage, and I specialize in construction and renovation lending, which basically means people who want to renovate their homes, do additions on their homes, build from the ground up, kind of a wide variety, but that's what I specialize mm-hmm. in. So industry is going crazy right now, isn't it? It really is, which is a wonderful thing. Uh, It's got you busy? Yeah, it does. All right. (laughs) So why are you so busy right now? Are rates really good or what what is it that's happening in the economy? We know that building is going, but obviously money is available. Yes. It wasn't some time ago. Right. A little bit of both. Um, One, you know, it's, it's harder for people to find exactly what they want. So maybe finding something that needs a little bit of love and fixing it up, that's, that's a great opportunity right now, especially in certain areas here in central Ohio. Um, the other reason would be because, like you mentioned, rates. You know, rates are still fantastic. So fixed rate mortgages, adjustable rate mortgages, a lot of different options for people to, you know, finance their home or refinance their home and put the uh, renovations and Im- improvements into it. Okay. So where are rates right now? Um, you know, they're all over the place. Really, there's a lot of components that go into determining what someone's interest rate's going to be, whether it's their credit score, their loan to value, total loan amount, a lot of different factors. Okay. And so when should people come to you to start the conversation? Sure. And that's a, probably one of the most popular questions that I get for renovations. That's why and, I asked it. Yeah. And so. <laughs> uh, the, the thing that I always tell people, it's never too early. You know, even if you don't know exactly what you're going to do to your house, whether it's just a small bathroom fix up or if you're putting, you know, a 500 square foot addition onto it, it's never too early to come to us and ask questions because you want to understand what your options are. So whether you're, again, small scale, large scale, we can give you all of the options up front and let you know what we can do to finance that project for you. Okay, so they're coming with maybe some very pre- preliminary questions about what, how, how they go about getting money. Sure. But what do you need to know from them to be able to facilitate what program would be best for them? Sure, and it's not always so much about the 
financial aspect of it, but, you know, asking the questions about how much longer do you plan on being in your house? Mm -hmm. Are you growing your family? Are you downsizing? Those types of questions help us to maybe determine, do you want a fixed rate or is an adjustable rate mortgage better for you? Um, Can you finance with a little bit of cash and you just need some help for part of it or do you need the whole thing financed? So just a lot of different variables go Mm -hmm. into that. So just asking questions, some things that people may not ever even think goes into what type of a mortgage is best for me. Gotcha. So do you ever need plans? We do need plans. Mm -hmm. That's usually something that comes a little bit further along um, simply because when it's the initial conversation, people may not even know at that point in time how grand they want to get with it. But eventually we will need plans for the project. Typically Mm -hmm. that's if you're doing, you know, an addition on a house or maybe if you're tearing down walls, restructuring what's already there, we would need plans. If you're just giving a little bit of a facelift to a bathroom or a kitchen, maybe you don't need plans. Okay. So if I came to you and I told you I had a, a remodeling project I wanted to evaluate, what type of programs do you have that we would be we would be looking at together? Sure. So a couple different options. Um, if a client doesn't have cash to pay for an entire project, mm-hmm. we can look at a home equity line of credits depending on how much equity they have in their home. We can look at a renovation loan, construction renovation loan, where that's going to finance you know majority of the project. Okay. So what's the difference? Because again, you know this language and everyone out there is going, I have, well, that doesn't mean anything to me, a line of credit versus a renovation loan. So, so for example, a home equity line of credit, that's where we're going to use the existing equity you have in your home. We're not looking at a future value. Mm-hmm. We're looking at where you stand currently. Do you have enough equity in your home where we can lend you the money for that equity to pay cash essentially for the renovations? If so, fantastic. If not, then the next step would be to look at an as-completed value. That means we're going to look at what your current home is worth plus what you're going to be doing to it. Mm -hmm. We look at a proposed value, and that's what we're going to be basing the financing on for either a renovation loan or a construction loan. So the renovation is going to have a proposed value. The equity line is just what the value is currently. Correct, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So those are the key differences in it. So if you have lived in the home for three months, probably not getting too far on the equity. Generally speaking, unless you've paid cash for the house, which we have more in that going on these days, where if somebody pays cash for a house, maybe they have a significant amount of equity where they can finance that for their project. Um, But if not, you know, that's not many cases. It's it's few and far between, but it does exist. So then, yes, if you don't have the existing equity in your home, then we would go to the next step for either a renovation or a construction renovation loan. With construction costs being what they are, do you find more people are doing the renovation loan? So they're looking at the the value, the assumptive value when complete? Majority of the clients do simply because the projects are getting more and more extensive. Mm -hmm. And like you mentioned, costs are higher. So many times people are coming to me where, you know, they weren't sure it was going to be this much. But since that's the case, the renovation loan option is a nice option to have for that. Yeah. How's the current value determined of of the home? And the post-renovation value determines. So when you're looking at the home, do you have an appraisal service that goes out, evaluate it, and then who is it that looks at plans and determines what that that improved value will be? Sure. Well, twofold, I guess, to that. If we're doing the home equity line of credit, yes, we're doing an appraisal, but we're looking at the home in its current state, current value. So an appraiser is going okay. to do uh, an appraisal on your house based on how it is currently. If we're doing the renovation loan or the construction renovation loan, 
appraiser as well. However, the appraiser gets a copy of the contract specs, plans, and pricing that you mm-hmm. develop. We give that to the appraiser, and they're going to use that to determine how is the house once it's complete. For example, if you're taking a 2,000-square-foot home that might be three bedrooms, two bathrooms, into a 5,000-square-foot home that's four bedrooms, three bathrooms, we're using the latter of the two to determine the value. So not right. how the house is now, but how it is once it's complete. So let me ask you this. If the house demographic doesn't change, we're doing a master bath and a kitchen and kind of a whole house remodel. So the demographic is still a four bedroom, three bath house. How does that appraise? Um, It depends on the area. That's a really big factor right now. Different areas in central Ohio are appraising differently for that. Mm -hmm. In many cases, however, even though you're not adding square footage, if you're prolonging the longevity of those items that are going into the renovation, it's going to give you some increase in value. Mm-hmm. Probably not going to get dollar for dollar, right. but ultimately it will be increasing your value. I, I got a question, Natalie. I have a, a realtor buddy who uh, told me, he said, go get a home equity line of credit and just sit on it for a rainy day or an emergency. What, what, tell me what that is and why would uh, a family want to do that? Sure. So in some cases, if someone came in and maybe put down a significant down payment when they purchased their home or if they paid cash for their home, a good option is to open up a home equity line of credit and just have it setting there available for you for a rainy day if you'd need it. For example, if someone pays $300,000 for a house and maybe they put 50% down, you've got a good amount of equity in your home that you can open up a home equity line of credit. And you're only going to start making payments on that when you borrow from it. So it's kind of like a credit card is Mm. how I explain it to people attached as a mortgage to your house. So you basically pay as you borrow from it. So funding, renovations, improvements to the house. Um, Some clients even have it available, you know, in case a good opportunity comes along to buy a car or something like that. So having a home equity line of credit open on your house is not necessarily a bad thing to consider. And just for, you know, throw something out there, it's called, we refer to it as a HELOC, home equity line of credit. And what's the interest rate on something like that? Probably better than a credit card, I'd imagine. In some cases, yes. And it's variable with prime interest. So when you hear about the Fed meeting and talking about raising and lowering prime interest, that's what it's tied to. But in many cases, you can get a better interest rate on a home equity line of credit than you can on an actual credit card. Hmm. And then paying it off, you just pay what you take from it, obviously. Sure. So as you're paying it back, again, simple, you pay it back and you can borrow from it again. So it's Mm. not a, again, use it or lose it. Um, So as you pay it back, you can borrow from it again. Um, And again, it's variable with with prime interest. Well, that's almost a tip of the week. It is. That was was a good tip. I like that. If you you need some cash. I'm going to go tell my wife that and and swoon her with my knowledge. (laughs) This is good. Well, this is what he does. And you you know, you're, you got to be a loyal listener by now of this show. And if you're not, there's plenty of shows for you to get caught up on. But his vocabulary and how he swoons uh-huh. his wife is really... I learn uh, little nuggets and I go home and she... Where nice. did you learn about that standing seam roof? It's very impressive. Now, the HELOC. The HELOC. Yeah, oh, that's just, honey. That's a great word. The HELOC. It's a great word. Let me tell so, you. Good luck with that one. <laughs> He's going to do really well. All right, folks, tip of the week. It's time for the tip of the week. Dreaming about improving your home doesn't have to stay in the dream stage. Home values are improving rapidly, and your home's equity is growing with it. If you're in the early stages of dreaming, consider consulting with a professional loan organizer to evaluate options for paying for construction. The process is fairly simple, and you can answer a lot of questions before you dream too big or overwhelm yourself with the great unknown. Now let's get back to our guest, Natalie. You probably do get a lot of people who come to you and they're a little bit overwhelmed or they're afraid of what they're going to find out. Right. Or just where do we start? Where's, yeah. where's step one? 
that we run into that there's this uh, paralysis through analysis where folks don't know if they should be talking to us, don't know if they should be talking to you. And I get the appointments where I'm at someone's home and I'm sitting at their kitchen table with them and they say, I'm in the very beginning stages. And I say, well, have you thought about what you're comfortable investing in this project? And the common reply is, I have no idea. And they have an idea because I say, (laughs) would $150,000 sound about right to you? And they go, well, there's no way we're spending that. So they've thought about it. So in, in many cases, there's people that just have no idea what a remodeling project costs, and that's legitimate. There's a lot of good tools out there, but there's also the part of how do I use the money to do this? Because not everybody has $150,000 cash just sitting around that they can throw back into their house for a project. So you get them at the early stage, I get them at the early stage, and then there's kind of a working out process, so to speak. So I'm curious, when you go through the process with the homeowner and they start working with a contractor, how do you approve the contractors that ultimately are going to be asking you for the draws? Sure. Or do they get the draw from the homeowner and you stay out of it? Sure. So again, it goes back to what type of a program are they going with? Okay. If they go with a program where they open a home equity line of credit, they're essentially funding this themselves. So okay. a client's going to say, yes, my contractor gets $10,000 and they fund that. So with that process, it all goes to the homeowner. If we do a renovation loan or a construction renovation loan, that does go through the bank. So we disperse the draws to a contractor or to a builder based on the work that's complete. Mm -hmm. And as far as approving a contractor, we don't really have an approval process per se. We do a registration where we get information from the contractor and okay. we do you know, some checks on them. But ultimately, we allow our clients to choose who they want. We hope that they've done you know, their due diligence sure. by making sure that uh, they're working with a reputable, co- reputable contractor. Okay. So do you have a list of contractors if, if they were to ask you, hey, uh, we're looking for a contractor? We do. Is it really yes. short. Just if J.S. It's Brown. <laughs> yeah, I think it starts with a J and it starts with an S. So that's about it. <laughs> but um, but generally speaking, most clients who come to us, they've already done some preliminary research to either if they haven't chosen the exact contractor they're going to be working with, mm-hmm. they've done some shopping around, asking for referrals as far as who might be a good fit for them. Excellent. And to to that point, Bryce, I feel like it might be backwards for some people. Like for me, I would almost go to Natalie and be like. What can I afford? You're like, give me a number, and then I I would have to work backwards for that because, I mean, listening to all these archived episodes of Above Grade at iTunes, uh, you know, you can learn that you can get um, elevators in your house. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, you yeah. can you can add on all the bells and whistles that you want. So I feel like I, for me personally, I'd almost have to work backwards and tell you where I can splurge and yeah, where I, have I would to cut imagine back. there's probably a, an interesting split. There yeah. are people that get really excited about the type of work they want to do to their home, or they might have a little vision, or they've seen something and they get inspired through house, whatever it is. They get they get some form of inspiration and say, "We really need to do this to our house." Because some of it is is need driven, but most of what we do is really want driven. You know, we don't we don't deal with crisis management. So if there's um, in our case, now I don't know how much you get into if someone has a, you know, but that's insurance related. So that's not, not really the same thing, but everything people want in their home that we're doing is really something they want. They want to change something. They want new cabinets. They want to change the way they entertain. They want to open the house up and get more light or change the floor plan. But there's really quite frankly, frankly, nothing wrong with the house itself. It just doesn't meet their needs. So 
there's some little trigger that's flipped where they get excited about what they, they can do. At least those are a lot of the folks I have. And then the other ones are just like, we're not sure how to finance it. And we want to do this. We have no idea what it costs. Then I scare them <laughs> and tell them the reality <laughs> of it. And either, you know, I never see them again or they, you know, we turn them on to folks like yourself that can say, here's what you would do to be able to wrangle the, the dollars to be able to do something like this and have it be a wise investment. Because at the end of the day, the day I look at it as it's an investment in your home and your quality of life. That's why you do it. So try to do it as painlessly as possible. Absolutely. And for the most part, you know, people are still payment sensitive. However, I think for the most part, most of the clients who come to me, they've already done a little bit of homework as far as affordability on sure. a monthly basis, mm-hmm, what right. the monthly payment's going to be. be. With them, the biggest thing for, to overcome is what what's the overall total cost. And again, I try to help you guys out by, mm-hmm. you know, coming to them with just so you know, if you're thinking that this is going to cost you $100,000, don't be surprised if it's going to be $150,000 because lumber prices, steel prices, yep. the labor pool in Central Ohio, all these things go into higher costs. So I try to prep them a little bit too to know it may be higher than what you're thinking. So don't be surprised. And Many times they come back mm-hmm. and, and say, wow, gosh, you were right, Natalie. This is going to be a little bit more than what we thought it was going to be. But when they hear that, not just from you, but from me, it does help a little bit. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that because it's it's kind of the theme that's been echoed throughout this program, um, not just today, but above grade. We talk about the crisis that exists with the staff, the availability of, of professional trades, et cetera, the lack of availability and the cost of materials It just continues to go up. And, um, you know, that whole supply demand thing has, uh, taken a toll on this industry because the supply of good contractors and good tradesmen is so limited, but the demand is so high right now and everyone's tired. I mean, literally everyone's right. just tired because you could work 24 hours a day, seven days a week and still not get ahead in what the demands are. It's, it's, it's a, I don't know that I'd say it's even a good problem to have because it's a challenging one for everybody to manage. But any parting thoughts? I mean, obviously I want people to know how to get in touch with you. So why don't you share that so they can reach out to you and then, you know, you know what her recommendation list consists of. So we're good to go after that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you very much. Um, I am located in Dublin currently. We're going to be moving up to Lewis Center this year. Uh, My direct line is always the best place to reach me, and that's 614-264-4154. Or email email me with questions at nemore at fcbanking.com. Always happy to, again, just answer some preliminary questions, set a time to meet in person, whatever works best for you. Yeah, well, you're pretty easy to work with, so I think everyone will enjoy that. So thanks thanks so much for coming on and educating everybody today, and hopefully this is our most downloaded episode to date. Hopefully it is. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Folks, I hope you've been having as much fun as we have been over this last year, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. So absolutely go to abovegrade at jsbrowncompany.com and send us your thoughts, your ideas for future shows. Give us some feedback on how we're doing as well. You can also do that by going to iTunes or jsbrowncompany.com. You can rate and review us. We always love to hear what you're saying. We can only get better because of you. So until next week, this is Bryce Jacob with JS Brown & Company, wishing you a great week to build from. Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.